Welcome back to the show, season three, episode four, not 97, like never before, because with Rashad on sabbatical in London, we welcome the first official guest host of not 97, Katie Drell, along with Stacey Anderson, a senior editor at Pitchfork with experience at the New York Times, Rolling Stone, and more. Stacey introduces The River, a menacing, bold standout from London-based Lolina's debut project, The Smoke. Katie presents us Albuquerque's Prism Bitch, a rock band far too good to be far too unknown. Toronto's Jaunt flaunts their boundless sound on faster interactions, and Kia Blue floats on the laid-back Lucy paper trip. Live from only New York, this is not a podcast, this is not a radio show, this is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to Not 97, not a podcast, not a radio show. We're broadcasting from the Lower East Side at the only New York store. I'm here with Dave Jones. Good evening. Matt. Thank you for introducing me, Katie. (laughs) And I'm Katie. I'm filling in for Rashad, who is off gallivanting in Europe. And our guest tonight, we are so honored. It is the extremely brilliant and can Stop I just say it. absolutely beautiful Stacy Anderson It's radio so I'm glad no one can, <laughs> no one can see Stacy has previously worked at Rolling Stone and the New York Times she's currently a senior editor at Pitchfork and thank you so much for I can't believe we got you I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> and I'm so happy to see the store. It's so cool. I love an orca and they're all over these hats. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling it. It's really dope in here. That's Welcome. why I came back. Yeah. You may recognize me from the first episode of season two of Not 97. You may recognize that voice. Yeah, and so thank you Katie, guys. Katie, it's s- a pleasure to have you back in the shop. I'm honored. Seriously, I'm so thrilled to be back. Katie, do you want to tell the people about yourself? Yeah, so I have been a music writer at Rolling Stone. Last time I was here, I was the sex and relationships editor at Glamour. Now I write for places like Rolling Stone. So yeah, been around. Good to have you back. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, so let's get into it. I'm really excited about a lot of these songs. I don't know, there's a lot of like deep sounds in here. There's a lot of interesting artists from like all over the place. The first one is a man from Texas. His name is John Look. This song is called Left in a Painting. It's featuring a singer named Salami Rose Joe Lewis. It comes from the Oakland-based label Hot Record Society. It was dropped about 27 days ago off of a record of his. The record is called 16 into 4. He's primarily a producer, um, multi-instrumentalist and composer. Um, Many of his songs don't have vocals, and if they do, it's a little more experimental, loop-based, layer-based vocals. But this has a featured vocalist, and it's incredible. Let's get into it. Uh, This is John Look with Left in a Painting. Lost in the picture And you smile 
Yeah, left in a painting. That's just like the vibe I always want. <laughs> that was lovely. How'd you come to know them? I got tipped off about this song. I just pulled it up. A shout out to Kenny Fresh from Fresh Selects <laughs> Label. He posted on Twitter a few days ago, stop everything, turn all the lights off, and listen to this on repeat. That that's, is, a, Yeah, that's so the vibe. That that's what vibe. I did. Maybe light some of those little candles, like, you know, the little, the tiny little white candles. Yeah, Spread like those tea, around. tea lights. But it also definitely <laughs> feels like, oh, tea lights, that's what they're yeah, called? Yeah, they're called tea lights. Good to know. <laughs> Learn something new every day on Not 97. <laughs> I'm I, sure Rashad would have known that, too. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> it definitely had that painting vibe, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when you stick that image in your head, and when you stick that image in your head of looking at, like, this super ornate gold frame like something that you would see in the Met and just kind of seeing a scene unfold and kind of like what you're talking about at the top of the show Matt how these sounds of depth to them you could feel like this was a painting that was like exploring that that was almost feeling 3D and obviously Salami just has a wonderful voice yeah just so so wonderful I think it's always wonderful when you find music that immediately and very specifically evokes a mood because it's, it's always wonderful when music can adapt to multiple areas of your life, like walking down the street, listening to it passively, working out, even just being at your desk and listening to it. But this really does suggest, you know, a candle and a window and a, and a fluttering curtain. And that's that's beautiful. Yeah. There's so many like dimensions to that song and it doesn't sound like a song that one person would be able to like create and compose on their own. But this guy is creating everything. Like to almost create that vibe from scratch, from nothing is to me a little even more impressive, like to just like craft that whole universe. It's very romantic in kind of a classic way, you know, not um, like necessarily two people romantic, kind of lonesome romantic. Yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Because it's kind of like dreamy. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're just like daydreaming by yourself. It also sounds like the best case scenario of the Bay Area, which is so hectic <laughs> and so <laughs> hyper modern nowadays. Everyone in the Bay Area should just sit back and chill and listen to this. Yeah, true. All right, what's up next? Yeah, what do you got? This is an artist named Lolina, formerly known as Inga Copeland. That's still her name, but now this is her first album out as this new project. The album is called The Smoke, and I really love it for all sorts of wispy, nocturnal 
images that it evokes, just like the title. She's based in London, and she was previously in the electronic duo Hype Williams, which I think was pretty undersung. And we can get into why this is such a perfect representation of London maybe after we hear it. This is The River by Lolina. Inside me where they drown in sorrow I take my heels off and I run like no tomorrow Run baby run, I'm at the bus stop One pound fifty takes you anywhere you wanna go Anywhere is fine where you can't find me I thought I had the right to be forgotten Everywhere I go you're right behind me A bridge and under it some water Inside me where they drown in sorrow I take my heels off and I run like no tomorrow Run baby run, I'm at the bus stop One pound fifty takes you anywhere you wanna go Anywhere is fine where you can't find me I love that so much and, and there's so much I love about this artist and this album But specifically this song because I think If you were to classify it I would guess it would be like Avant pop But even within the realm of avant pop There's a sort of inherent gender bias where a woman who is an auteur is seen as probably going to be confessional, probably going to have an element of it that is extremely personal. But what I like about this song is that it is extremely like insular in experience, but there's something feminine about the anxiety that also translates to the environment. It is going to be a different experience walking across a bridge in London by yourself as a woman than a man. And I think she does it in a really assertive way, playing with the constructs of like how a song can develop while still being classic in some really melodic ways. And the idea of like taking our heels off and running across a bridge, mm-hmm. it really does kind of recapture the narrative of like a dark, ominous night and mm-hmm. then yeah. taking it back for your own. Absolutely. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And also the production on that is very anxious and yes. just like mind bogglingly dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, something we talk about a lot is when the production aesthetic matches like the lyrical 
motifs mm-hmm. and this does that very perfectly where it's like a very anxious lyric and to match it with a very purposefully uncomfortable production with that dissonant harmony and but still like those classic pop tropes like there's an A and a B section it's both those sections are super weird as fuck but mm-hmm. they exist so you can kind of it's it's cool how it's taking like those classical songwriting techniques but at the same time making the listener feel incredibly uncomfortable to match the uncomfortable subject matter that they're talking about yeah, yeah. totally and it but it like it hits you at first and that like whole Baseline and drum part is like super menacing, frightening, like whole, yeah, nightmarish scene. It took me a little bit because like you're like settling in that and it's like a little distracting. And then the second thing for me was like understanding what she was saying and like hearing what's go- what she's going through. And it's honestly like because her voice is so straightforward, it's like kind of a calming element to like like how intense the instrumentals are she's definitely juggling a lot right now and like to your point about being an update of some things when i first heard this i thought of it as like this is a really edgy update to a film noir you yeah. know mm. yeah i think she's amazing and she's done sound pieces in the past she did one in 2004 that was called advice to young girls and that advice is exactly what you want to hear it's like run in the street and yeah. form a girl gang and that should be on fire you know and, <laughs> And does she that. does she handle all of her own production herself? Yes, she's definitely like a fully self-produced yeah, that's artist. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Speaking of new things, Katie, new song, new artist. Sure. What do we got? Okay, this song is called You Got I Want. It's by a band called Prism Bitch. <laughs> also, only you would come in with an artist called you, Prism Bitch. You knew <laughs> I was going to do this. It's also a very intense garage rock look, which I think you also anticipated uh-huh. I was going to Sure did. So this um, is a, Katie's only been on the show <laughs> once before. She already has Katie. This picks. is a Katie pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pick. Yeah. So um, I came across this band while on a recent solo road trip from Daytona to Albuquerque. Um, I drove across the Southwest and I was in Albuquerque and I was reading their amazing alt weekly there called The Alibi. And they did kind of a roundup of newish bands that were, or just bands that they were really enthusiastic about. And one of them was this band Prism Bitch. Prism, like the geometric shape, not like the industrial complex. I'm not sure that's going to come across on air, just to be okay. clear. <laughs> um, <laughs> I checked them out and they're a really fun kind of um, experimental, like artsy pop sort of band. But this particular song, I think, um, really shows their real like musical chops. It, it's a very impressive track. So this is You Got I Want by Prism Bitch.
Yeah, that warms my heart. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. They have it, right? Yeah. Like, they got it. They are so good. It, they need to That's be That's the anthem? Yeah. So that is off of their EP, The Getaway. A couple of those songs have been kicking around for a little while. That particular EP actually came out in November, um, kind of formally, and they recently got kind of a fifth member. Um, so that's the actual configuration. Frankly, I'm just a sucker for two lead singers, and the way in which they meld their voices and they do the on and off mm-hmm. together. Like mm-hmm. some of my favorite bands, favorite like full stop are Parquet Courts and Heinz. Also bands with two lead singers. I don't know what it is. And I never noticed that I love them until I already love them. And I'm like, oh yeah, they also have two lead singers. It's, it's like this little group from Liverpool. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't remember their name. Right. I, I also that I've heard they're pretty good. I haven't yeah, listened much of them, but yeah. Singers. Um, no, I think that they really have it, and uh, I am really excited to see. I know they're in the studio right now. I'm really excited to see what else uh, comes from Prism, bitch. You know what I liked hearing that without? There was so much like individuality in both singers as well. Like they, they would have a harmony, but they would taper off at different points. And I really found that just just lovely, how they could still have their own interpretation of the same line, the same melody. That's the most emotional booty call anthem I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but it's that that song is so perfect too because it's an it's a sentiment that everybody can relate to. Like everybody wants to like run around chanting that song. Well, you know the song Gloria, like a classic booty call anthem. <laughs> I feel like that is like the female version of that. I've like never she even used says like booty call. Well, she even says uh, I go into your house, which I feel like is ripped directly from Gloria. So it's fun. My favorite part of garage rock in general is when it could like sound sweet and sour at the same time. Yeah. And that just super sweet vocal performance from both of them, both together and separately, but singing so passionately and so purely. And that 
I mean, sour is not the right word, but in, in this analogy, it's like a sour production style. It's like very raw, very in your face. And for those two things to kind of meld makes, yeah, makes it like a really great track in the genre. Yeah. So one more shout out to the Alibi Albuquerque's only alt weekly. Yo, save your alt weekly. Save your alt weekly. Read your alt weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Protect your local alt weekly at all costs. Absolutely. Yeah. Repping the cause. Repping yeah. the cause. Yeah. What do we got next? So next. We're going up north. This band called Jaunt with their song Faster Interactions. It has been in the world for 26 days. Within those 26 days, it's garnered 5,800 or so SoundCloud streams. And that's off of about uh, 850 Instagram followers. So still pretty low. Jaunt shares a couple of their members with some of our friends up in the six. Shout out to all of our homies up there. Really excited to play this. Once again, the artist... John with the song Faster Interactions. Look through the glass, touch for what the sun will be, how your mom is feeling. Sidetrack me in the morning air, cleave one new contact. Accepted the dream connected. Look at it from the sun. Fresh up to the planet. You gotta get me down. Ladies, get it up with. Look at it from the tablet. Let's go. 
Drake is already rushing to co-sign and ruin that as we speak. No, it's okay. It's okay. Frank Dukes is going to protect them. So yeah, John, <laughs> the song Faster Interactions. It's awesome. First of all, Matt, what year is it? 2018. It's 2018, but there's still a 2017 switch up in there, which I love. I was thinking about it and they just like split their song up between the song and then they remix their own song. And it's awesome because it keeps so many of those same elements, especially that percussion, which to me is kind of driving everything along. In general, I love the production. I love that kind of blend of elements from that crunchy guitar that's panning left to right to all that Brazilian style counter rhythm to all those Latin percussion elements. It really creates something unique. And to me, that unique thing is the groove and it's this very, very funky feel to it, but it's not your typical like stank face funk. It's something closer to the cha-cha almost. It's like I like was yeah. like moving my shoulders instead of like freaking out about how disgusting it was. And now <laughs> that to me was, I think because of that unique sonic texture, it's just something that I hadn't, it's like a style of movement that I hadn't felt listening to a song yeah. in a long time. That tempo switch in the middle is extremely sticky and delicious. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say. Great. <laughs> I like the use of electric guitar too. It felt very subtle and also one of the more like classic elements of that. I thought it was done really nicely. That whole song feels like some weird like time warp where you're like going in and out of different like eras and like influences and sounds. I can already see the music video kind of like going through time and cultures or right? like walking through a house as the wallpaper is Yo, changing through also, decades. There are so many different sounds in there and like yes. instruments used. I was like picturing the band going into like a music classroom with like a hundred different instruments and just trying to figure out a place for like all of them to fit on here from like weird percussion instruments to like chimes and bells to like a kazoo and like whatever and like yeah because percussion overdub day in the studio is the best day ever it's yeah. you go every studio has a plastic milk crate filled with <laughs> random noisemakers and you just pull it out and everyone picks things up and you're like let's try this let's try that <laughs> and three hours later you might pick two things to use but instead of doing that they just kept everything right and and like, it sounds amazing it sounds like they're like smashing out a trash can at one point there's like wood blocks it's a fun feel because there's like all these different elements and sounds coming in i want to listen to it again and just see what i can pick out you know yeah. there's so many layers to it you can never it's really like a, get bored it's like an i spy picture yeah exactly or like an episode of 30 Rock where like some of the jokes are very up on the top and then some, you watch it the third time and you're like, I didn't even realize that was a joke. That's hilarious. It's like an onion. It's got layers. It, yeah, or an onion or, you know, there's a lot. Of, look, or an episode look, of 30 Rock. I think we can all agree there's a lot of comparisons we can make, but it's layered. <laughs> a lot of texture. Yeah. 20 more and we'll move on to the next song. Jaunt. Very cool band. Maddie, round Up two. next, round two. I've got a... Young artist from South London, Kia Blue. It is stylized with a slash in the middle of Kia slash Blue. This is a song. It came out 10 days ago. Um, it has about 800 plays. Yeah, I don't know. I found this randomly. She's got like four songs on SoundCloud and they're all kind of demos. Or, or she's put demo next to them even though they're all like fully formed songs. But clearly she's working on something. She hasn't released a song in a couple months and then this song came out 10 days ago. She billed it as here's a throwaway while you wait for more music. But I think it's worth more than a throwaway. This is called Paper Trip V1. Save me a gap loophole through the back of an old 
flame sitting on my one Sit back as a soul train Got no army, I got no grade Got no valleys in that baggy, I got no change uh, Stressing but I won't say hello to the day Float happily below saying mark out Every rock, every line, every gate, every sign Copy all the territory on a cold day Field trip, let me face plan into Shine dedicated to the peaks of our old ways Knick-knack, paddy work. give a bitch a bone or a fanny pack Is you sitting on a throne, did you saddle that? Get to stepping on your own little earlier uh. Tic-tac-toe, charge through the snow Fresh bite on my hands, think twice, what do I know? No one ever taught me how to move slow Still smoking cigarettes out my window All these dumb things, not me never could know All these young things, pop sounds while we burn crow Birds cry, birds lie while we laying low Saucing out to say go when we say so Let's take a trip today All pain in colours will stay flying through the sky No need to think about it That's Kia Blue with Paper Trip V1. The description of this song on her SoundCloud page uh, says raw like eggs before you cook them. I love that. Yeah. I love that little analogy. I love it goes that. back to the demo thing. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. And it does kind of feel unfinished as a song. Like there's not too much structure to it, but I kind of like that about it where it's kind of this, it's just this beat and then she's just floating, whether it's rapping or singing uh, across it and creates this whole mood to go with it. I think it's food analogy night because like raw eggs before you cook them, you technically can consume eggs. <laughs> so yeah, you can listen to this as is mm-hmm. or you can continue to cook it. Right. You can continue to build it up and consume it differently that way. But for her to share this as stripped down as it is, it's pretty cool. And there's still like that kind of bespoke nature to it, even though she might still consider it a demo. I mean, especially in the way that she's layering her vocals. But at the same time, like that imperfectness still makes it feel more crafted somehow. It's like more personal, more bespoke. Yeah. Um, 
kind of like we were saying about the other song about how sometimes when those vocals are doubled on on that prison bitch track, how each person's interpreting the line differently. They're kind of tapering off differently. Like she's doing that herself take after take. And it, it yeah, just it, it kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, like a hand thrown pot. It's got those little bubbles in it that show that it's that it's crafted and made by a real human being. I just really dig her kind of sleepy affect, like a mm. sleepy affect with a heavy accent. It's like you don't really even have to worry about the flow of it, you know, yeah. like the flow is going to just come naturally. Yeah. So, but I mean, she does have a really nice flow, but uh, yeah, it kind of seems like an afterthought with her delivery. It's interesting to me that she would try to like give this the caveat of it's only partially formed. It, it feels pretty fully realized to me, I agree. actually. I yeah. agree. The idea of like, this restlessness past last call, this idea of like reincorporating like smooth jazz undertones. Like it, it feels like a lot of thought and a lot of work to me. No, for sure. And I think that there's a lot of like contemplation and, and thought that went into this song. Katie, what you're saying like at it being like laid back, I heard this song first, then went back to those. So that kind of made me rethink about her sleepy delivery on here because it's, it is more deliberate. Like some artists that you look at, that's their vibe and they're always like delivering verses that way. This it seems more conscious where she actually, like that, that laid back casual delivery was like a, a very calculated thought. And it's also very personal in a weird way. Like I kept thinking back to, you know, sneaking out on my parents' roof to smoke like a clove cigarette, yeah. <laughs> you know, or she's talking about like smoking by the window and, but not in like a sinister way. It's, it's a very casual sort of like nostalgic. There's like a nostalgic feel to it. And those personal moments are still quiet and they're still personal and they're still almost insular. So it makes sense that the way she would structure the track and the way that she would structure how she's delivering it would make it feel more quiet and more personal and yeah. more like she's just living in this little moment on her own. I'm excited to hear more music from her. It's, it's a really impressive throwaway track, yeah. you know? It, I think it says good things. So the next song is a Stacy pick. All right, we're bringing <laughs> it back to the Bay Area, which is where I'm from, and this is an Oakland rapper named Gita. She started making some noise in 2012 when she released a single called Hood Rich, that there has an EP on Fool's Gold, and it was pretty, like, banging, I would say, like, some... Elements of, of like golden age of hip hop, like rapping, but it was still pretty different from what we're about to hear. And in this past year, actually in March, she released this single called Band Man. I think it's pretty surprising, so let's listen to it. See, there's girls like you, and there's girls like me. And when you sleep, them dreams be deep. And when I speak, them bones be weak. I got them keys, and I got that peace. Yeah. 
Never guess what xenophobic national leader was the inspiration for Band Man. Yeah. Um, so this is a song that was brought to uh, the track session of Pitchfork, which I work on, by our wonderful um, editor, Jen Pelly. And it's really amazing because, as I mentioned, like she started off on a much more like expected Bay Area hip-hop tip, and she turned it into something just ambient and even just unexpectedly political for that scene. And I just, I I think that she's doing something really courageous even within that space. And she's someone who's definitely like under, undersung in that community. She sampled her own like steps, like her percussive steps into this track because it reminded her of her childhood and how empowering it felt to be on the playground, like listening to the rhythm of yourself. And I mean, that's something we can all do nowadays, which is listen to our own rhythm in the face of adversity. That's beautiful. Yeah. I also got like kind of a nostalgic vibe from it a little bit. Uh, I It kind of reminded me um, just, I guess, in terms of tempo of kind of like the 90s rappers that are kind of stalwarts now, you know? But what I'm kind of surprised by is that she's so unsung as an artist and that production just sounded like a million bucks. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was hard. Like that track was hard, hard, but she still has this delicate sense in her delivery that's simultaneously sinister. I mean, it's like it's like these great dualities that make any song great, and for her to kind of come across that way in this track in particular is is really really fun. It's just spooky. That childhood element and the nostalgic feel is really interesting because that whole the sky is blue, the grass is green, and this the way I do my thing is like 
a fun, playful thing that you can honestly like hear kids singing on a playground, like, you know, like jumping rope or something. Yeah, I also love a wind chime. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to the wind chimes. Shout, Shout out to, to wind, wind chimes. chimes. More artists should utilize them. Really unsung uh, instrument in today's hip hop scene. Gita just strikes me as a very idealistic artist. Like to even understand the intent of this song, uh, Jen had to track her down by email and ask what is what is the larger motif of this? Like what I, I think I know what you're trying to say, but please let me know. And, yeah. and she sent back a, a beautiful quote that I just paraphrased. And she's not playing the the press game. That's not her foremost intent here. That's right. Same. Yeah, it's interesting. That no, that's a crazy song. And I should mention that this was released as part of a, a compilation by the label Non Worldwide, which celebrates the African diaspora. Very cool. That's really cool. Also, I love that drumline snare, like using that drumline snare and then kind of like flipping it and chopping it and incorporating it into like the bouncy parts of the song is super interesting and, and like a super fun way to... Yeah, Dave, you want to talk about drumline stuff? 2018 is the year of the marching band. That's all I want to say. And hearing that in the wake of Beyonce's yeah, Coachella performance. I don't element. know, but I mean, when did Tusk come out? What was that, like 76? Six? It's Fleetwood all about Mac? when drumline. I'm not saying out. it's a new thing. Dave, what do you think that HBCU could do with this song? I think an HBCU could kill this song. Katie, Katie. what do we got next? Um, all right. So this song is called Old Town. It's by a band called Say Sumi. Um, they are from Busan, South Korea. I mean, it's hard to say they're big anyway because I think they have like 3.7 thousand followers on Facebook. You know, not that many weekly listeners or anything, but the majority of their kind of hype right now is coming out of London. I find them very, very fun. And uh, yeah, I think it's kind of going to be one of those cases where it's like a matter of time. So yeah, this is Say Sumi with Old Town.
right. So that was Say Sumi with Old Town. Um, that is off their latest record. Um, it's called Where We Were Together. Uh, lead singer Sumi Choi, I think, is amazing. They've been around since 2012, but uh, they have known each other since fifth grade. So, yeah, I think they're great. That was extremely fun. Yeah, yeah. it's very surfy and um, vibrant. And, too. Yeah, very Katy Pick. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely tell they've known each other since fifth grade. It feels like that kind of sound and that kind of emotion can only be born out of going to middle school with your friends <laughs> and with your bandmates. And they're repping Busan, South Korea. I'll wait, wait, guys, I'm feeling really sad right now. Like, why haven't we all started bands with our friends from fifth grade? Like, we could sound like this. I think I we all tried. <laughs> yeah, we all did try. It didn't work. That's what you need to capture that feeling of suburbia. But I guess it's and I, also the, the surprising thing to me is that it's universal. Like that universal feeling that you get, like when you watch Clerks, for example, is the oh same, which is like the most American encapsulation of suburbia that I can think of in media. I mean, it's the same feeling I get when listening to the song written by some kids in Busan, South Korea. Like it's so yeah. real, it hurts. It's it so kind of it kind of hurts a little, right? Yeah. And that's one of the things I really like about this band, and I recommend checking out the entire album because it's very good. It's like almost a shock to the system, and maybe it says something about like the American kind of solipsistic worldview, but it's like, oh, that's like a California surf rock sound, yeah. and it's like, no, no, they can conjure this everywhere. There's a lot of ocean yeah, out there. that's cool. And do something cool with it also. I really like like the staccato of the vocals against like the for lack of a better word, like the jangle of like the indie pop backing. Like that that felt fresh to me. I yeah, liked it. It's really good. Katie, did you listen to this on your road trip? I didn't. I've discovered them since getting back. Because something about this song makes me feel like road trips. And something about the song makes me feel like I'm watching a road trip montage. Yeah. Just like a bunch of like images from your trip and now you're back totally. in this like I don't know. I don't know what it is about this song. I can make you a video to that effect. With Remind me. Old Town. With the, yeah, I'll do it. I would love that. Mm -hmm. We're okay. all just existing inside Katie's greater road trip. So Dave, what do we have to look forward to for our last track of the evening? Oh, okay. So again, hard and heavy with the last one. Uh, this is a song by two Long Island folks. The first guy, Grand Millie MC. Uh, the second producer, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. I apologize. Shoze, uh, S-H-O-Z-A-E. They're both from Long Island, New York. They both rep Long Island super hard on their socials and in their music. They put out some records before. They have a new project coming out on Stone's Throw. This single off of it called Graffiti has had a music video up on YouTube for 28 days. Within those 28 days, it's got about 8,400 streams. The only other thing I want to say about this before we play it is on Shuze's Twitter profile, his Twitter bio is holding down the Southern Air Temple. So anytime anyone makes an Avatar The Last Airbender reference, I'm 100% in and support them for life. <laughs> so once again, the artists, Grand Million Shuze with the song Graffiti. Response of more violence, more killing, a kind of escalation of the continuing war of these young men against each other as reflections of daily elements of oppression. The mirror images of this oppression the promise of an unfulfilled aspiration. A crap game bet of a dollar that may result in a corner knife fight and yet another irrational killing or yet more subtly, the free flow of drugs in this community. Nine off on the reefer, please turn up the speaker. Scriptures for creatures went in the demons squeezing on their pieces. Foolishly 
Lately I find myself lusting for jewelry And finding them niggas that play me pussy with some weaponry Give off a feeling and not feeling beneath God We're all a heart when FBI kicking in niggas doors Dominique doors with a b-ball Fuck them all, treat my niggas like they won the wars Cannot be duplicated, we made it, I'm glad y'all hate it Swerve around the town in my Bentley with the electric lady You must be crazy, you think my loyalty ever faded Stuck in your playlist, roll the weed like the dice in Vegas We ballin' baby, brand new pair of gators No, we made it towards burners round like it's hot potato Zero click the label like a wrestling stable Push the button, you drop the tray and roll the purple hazer The writing's on the wall I used to play the block when the spring, summer, fall But the writing on the wall I'm talking about the writing on the wall The motherfucking writing on the wall The writing's on the wall I used to play the block when the spring, summer, fall But the writing on the wall I'm talking about the writing on the wall The motherfucking writing on the wall uh. You playing Russian roulette with every chain before I grab the bull by the horns and hail the rocket fuel Cock the biscuit, now the opposition non-existent Feel like I'm sprinting on sand, mirages in the distance Astounding isn't it how niggas' dreams come into fruition Smoking behind the partition just to avoid the ticket How I'm living, squeeze the juices out the fucking limit It ain't an issue, bullets hit you like an instant message Feel like inception, I'm a blessing We've been through a stress and since an adolescent I've been riding with my Smith and Wesson Feel I was destined at conception in this world direction They get beheaded, that sucker shit wasn't on my checklist I drop a jewel on the fool right after I snatch his necklace Spend up my letters, only invite the finest heifers I'm like Hugh Hefner, playboy and wind up on the stretcher Apply the pressure, stay level-headed The writing's on the wall I used to play the block when the spring, summer, fall But the writing on the wall I'm talking about the writing on the wall The motherfucking writing on the wall The writing's on the wall I used to play the block when the spring, summer, fall But the writing on the wall I'm talking about the writing on the wall The motherfucking writing on the wall Graham Millie. Shuze. Graffiti. Makes me patriotic that that's happening so close to us. Yeah, all right. right. It's raw. We don't really talk about Long Island hip hop all that much. There really isn't a lot we to talk about. We really ever talk about Long Island hip hop. No, I don't think we, we don't do. talk about Long Island. That's true. Full stop. Even though we're all Brooklynites, which is kind of part of Long Island. This feels like Brooklyn, though. But still like, distinctly Long Island. Like, it's harder than Brooklyn. If I, if I can just rap for Manhattan right now as an East Village resident, I feel like there's a lot going on in Manhattan, and we could easily co-opt this as our own. That track does Take feel it. a lot more of a city vibe than somewhere yeah. out on Long 
island would necessarily. Agreed. Just in general, it's like some of my favorite styles of hip hop kind of all thrown into a blender. I mean, on the production end of it, that kind of like hard but still spooky sounding hip hop beat making is is really near and dear to my heart where it feels boom bap, but it's a little slower than those classic boom bap tempos. And not only is it slower, but everything's pitched down in this very sinister way. And I, I do want to ask the Bad Bad Boys about it, but this production reminds me a lot of Horse uh, that Earl Sweatshirt song that they produced mm -hmm. and especially the way that the electric guitar is treated and kind of stretched and pitched down and even sounds like it kind of has like a very similar effect on it. I Obviously, because I love that song, it made me drawn to graffiti even more. And then on the lyrical side of things, it's just filled with so much wordplay and it's just so much fun because I mean, that type of wordplay, just when you're kind of riffing on words and the similarities and the sounds be in between words and just like kind of the fun joy you get with spinning words on their head. Yeah. I just don't hear that a lot in hip hop anymore, especially in New York hip hop. So to hear that, I mean, even going to the chorus of the song, I mean, there's writing on the wall and then naming it graffiti. I mean, that's just like a, a kind of little fun. Where'd you find this? Of an example. There's such a large crop of rappers making music in New York and it's hard to sift through sometimes and it's hard to like find little gems. And this feels like a really cool underground raw duo. I mean, they're on Stone's Throw now, which is awesome. True. Like a whole project coming out on Stone's Throw. I found them. Which is also random because Stone's Throw is based on the West Coast. They were on Fresh Finds fire emoji okay. on Spotify. Regardless, it's just, it's cool. And you're right, Matt. It's like, it's very difficult to kind of sift through this style of underground hip hop. And for Stone's Throw to have been able to identify yeah. this and, and pick it out is a testament in their own right. For it to get playlisted is amazing. And for it to kind of break through past that to the point where someone like me would be able to listen to it and immediately love it. Because again, it's throwing a bunch of my favorite parts of different styles of hip hop into a blender together. It just makes a great listen for me. It's very clean and it's very, very smart. The tempo is not what I typically gravitate toward, but just their delivery and their um, their writing makes me really want to visit kind of what else they're going to do because I think it clearly stands above the pack of like a lot of that kind of underground stuff, which, uh, yeah, there's a ton that comes out every single week. It's really, really hard to sift through. And this is clearly uh, noteworthy. No, I like that there's like an element of playfulness to it, but also like there's an incisiveness also to it, which I think is pretty hard balance to strike, especially in like up and coming hip hop. Like you veer more towards one to the other because you need to have an established like identity, but they're bridging both pretty well, I think. That's a really good point. I think that they're letting their writing stand on their own as opposed to leaning too hard into any kind of cliche, really. You know what I mean? And the fact that that has paid off for them is, I think, a very reassuring sign for contemporary hip hop. So there you have it. That was uh, Not 97 Season 3, Episode 4, featuring Stacey Anderson as our guest and me, Katie Drell, as our guest host, subbing in for Rashad. So you just heard... Left in a Painting by John Look featuring Salami Rose Joe Lewis. You heard The River by Lolina. You Got I Want by Prism Bitch. Faster Interactions by Jaunt. Paper Trip V1 by Kea Blue. Bandman by Gita. Old Town by Seisumi and Graffiti by Grand Million Jose. And Stacy, thank you so much again for your time. Thank you so much for your taste. Thank you so much for your picks. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. This was a great time. Always, anytime. And now I run this podcast. So I'm really excited to see you guys next week when we have Matt, who's our guest? Paula. Oh my gosh, we have the incredible Paula Mejia next week. 
She's incredible. Uh, she's brilliant. She has impeccable taste. She's one of those people who always can identify the band that's going to blow up right before they do. Paula um, Forever, cosign. Yeah, hashtag Paula Forever. And I'm not going to be here unless I break in. But you know what? I might break in because this was really fun. Thank you guys so much for having me on to guest host. Rashad, I love you. I miss you. However, if you don't want to come back, I'm going to hold down the fort for you, baby. I got you. 